Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at chopskicksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe. gentlemen and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum and welcome back to stardom quest the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world i'm as always alex and i'm joined by dylan hi dylan hey alex hey guys um so my 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 sister i I don't know if i've mentioned this my sister was pregnant and then she had a baby so she had a baby the other day um and the baby is here so if you hear crying in the other room uh that is why Um, i'm very happy to welcome easy e into my household and yeah I'm not going to give any context about that. I'm just a very happy uncle right now. So uh, thank you for all the congratulations that none of you have sent me. Fuck you. Um, and yeah, let's get into stardom. I don't... Did, did you tweet about it? Like No, you... no, I didn't. I, that's a joke, Alex. You see, it's funny because it was it was a joke. That was the point, and you made me explain it. I see. It's not uh, as funny anymore. I'm not sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, you never are. It, I'm not no. Uh, today is Spotify Wrapped Day, so everybody is exposing themselves. Um, Dude, I Spotify. was so worried. I was so worried it was about to be a lot worse. It's just the same artist that I've listened to for the past like six years, every year. Like it's yeah. it's the exact same. It's been every year. Yeah. No. See, mine, mine. I'm convinced mine doesn't work because Youngblood was my number one artist. Okay. Yeah, that's kind there, of weird. Are, there are at least 10 months of this year where I did not listen to Youngblood or know who he is. I don't understand <laughs> how he's number one. Um, and then Fall Out Boy is number two. And I have nothing against Fall Out Boy, but I barely listen to I like to Fall Out them. Boy. I, I have yeah, a lot of Fall Out Boy cool. on, my, on my playlist. You know, I actually, I'm like the only person that I know that like Mania is probably one of my favorite albums. I loved Mania. Yeah, that's, you, you, you I'm weird. Yeah, I know. But Mania is a good album. Like, like not even like I recognize that their other albums are better. But like I've noticed that my playlist just has a lot of Mania on it because I just like a lot of the songs from Mania. The the bad ones are really bad. Like I really dislike certain mm-hmm. songs off Mania. But like some of the top ones, like that should like I don't know. To be fair, my uh, it said that my favorite types of music were um hype and despair. So <laughs> I'm a bit of a. If that if that tells you my personality, I think that I, yeah, I think that's perfect for who I am. That is yeah, that's fair. I, I my uh, it tells you your vibe, isn't it? It's like here's yeah. your musical vibe. Yeah, I got uh, angsty and bold, and I have no idea. Yeah, what, what that makes that sense. It's supposed to be, but I I'm here for it. Um, I can see it. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's Spotify. Everybody's exposing themselves. Um, I have a lot of nepotism. My top five podcasts, uh, two are ours, and one is Xavier's. So it's just all of my friends. See, <laughs> my number four is Starm Quest because yeah, I, I put that on. You know, so this is again, we're totally off topic, but um, so whenever I have to like take a shower or something, I always want the thirty minutes of free music because I do not pay for Spotify Premium because I'm poor. Um, and so what you have to do is you have to click on a podcast, play the podcast for like 10 minutes or five minutes, and then play your playlist, and then it'll give you 30 minutes free listening. Um, it'll give you the the cut the advertisement for it. So I will always play our podcast just to bump the numbers a little bit. So it's like, yeah, I, I listen to like five minutes of our podcast like every week. Um, or actually every day now, now that I think about it, because yeah, I shower every day. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's yeah, 
That's what I do. I that's see. why they're, that's why we're like number four. Have you checked out like the podcasts wrapped? I don't know if they have it yet. Do they? They they do it every year, yeah. Or oh, I don't know if it, I think this is Spotify. We'll, we'll talk about it later. It doesn't matter. I mean, I'm. Uh, oh, oh, here we go. Oh, so we're doing it. We're doing it right now. <laughs> we can, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna be honest, y'all. Uh, neither of us watched the one show that happened. Um, so this is just kind of be gonna be us, uh, you know, bullshitting until we get to the, uh, news and preview section. So uh, we are just going to go through our Spotify Wrapped. How's it looking, Alex? I don't know. It's playing the uh, the very neat intro here. You know, I can, I can, you know, yeah. You enjoy that intro. I don't know how to get rid of, how do I change from the intro? Hello. <laughs> Hello. Alex, you know how to use a computer. I do, <laughs> but it's, it's not doing anything. I'm clicking on the arrow. Pressing direction buttons. This is not, this is, this is not. Yeah, you, you just click. Oh shit, it's a long intro. You click Let's Go. Did Did you get to the Let's Go screen? No, it's not even giving me that. You have to You have to click the arrow until you get to Let's Go. I'm clicking the arrow, and it's not. Doing Refresh anything. the page, Alex. <sighs> I had a lot. We had a okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about VTG, even though we're recording that later. Hey, here we go. Um. Oh, so we're doing okay. <laughs> Okay, let's go. All right. This is going to be bad because we like switched halfway through the year, so it's only like six months worth of stuff. Yeah. You had a, you had a lot of firsts this year. Yeah, we know. The first episode was on... May the 12th. Oh, so that's when I first started recording that we... Well, that's not bad. That's... Well, actually, yeah, it is six months because it ends in November. Yeah, so you you've made you got your first streams in nineteen countries. Yay, Brazil! Dude, we only got three. For, yo, Brazil also also for VTG. Whoever's from Brazil, shout out! I respect that. Yeah, Costa uh, Rica and Italy 60? also. Episode sixty was the top one. I don't know why. Um, uh, and its first week listening peaked in the United States on Wednesday. Wow, cool, amazing. Next up was Un United Kingdom on Thursday. What is what is this? <laughs> Ultimately, it was played in ten countries. Okay, that one episode. All right, great. Listen, cool. This is really bad. <laughs> I thought this would be way easier. Okay, twenty-six people listened to this one more than any other one. Um, That's actually all wild. You. Yeah, I think you all need therapy. Um, yeah. For, for VTG, it's four people, which makes sense because we have one a month at most. So I would hope yeah. that you listen to other things more than that. Um. 28 people listen to most of your episodes. Wow, amazing. Um, that sounds not good. 34% of your fans listen to you between 11 a.m. and 5 p.m. Yeah. So y'all yeah. at work listen to us talk shit? That's crazy. Or you're like me and does not have a, a job uh, and just, you know, exists. All right, yeah. Th that, was, that was just not great. I thought there'd be more, like... I feel like it was better last year. Yeah, it probably was. Because I remember like, I did VTG uh, last year and it was, it was better. Yeah. Anyway, that was terrible. Um, I, I thought there'd be more interesting information there, but apparently there's, there's not. <laughs> um. Yeah, okay. Jesus, that was nothing. It was it was really bad. Wait, how how many how many minutes of content did we have? You get that? Uh, like three thousand or something, I think it said. Jesus Christ. We talk too much. We do. They yeah. never shut up. Hey. Shout Mafu. Mafu? That's his Twitter. Mafu. Yeah, but like he writes it as Mafu. No, it's Mafu. That's the Okay, no, okay, you no, because my my best friend when I was younger had a little cousin who they called Mafu specifically, and they spelled it the same way Matthew does. No, they're wrong. It's Matthew. 
Because it's meant to be Matthew, but because he's British, it sounds like Math. Yeah, exactly. So Mafu. No, it's not Mafu. That's oh fuck you, Jesus Christ! <laughs> you put the emphasis on the E W. You. <laughs> well, I don't. I'm not. I don't care. Okay, I don't care that much. I don't know why I'm going on to. Let's just get into the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. So I suppose in some slightly potentially stardom related news, but probably not. Um, yeah. No, they already announced the name of their company. Yeah, so um, news broke yesterday, actually. There was, like, a, an article that went up, and it was like, so uh, Risa Sarah, Maya Yukihi, and Suzu Suzuki have all left Ice Ribbon, and in typical fashion, the internet proceeded to burn down. Um, a lot of it's funny, because like, people heard that, and then they're like, burn down stardom! And it's like, they, what? That's no, nobody said stardom yet! <laughs> Oh, it reminds me, it reminded me exactly of the Marvelous group when they left. Everybody was like, oh, I guess Rossi just poached them all again. And it was like, no, nah, they, they kind of got sacked. So like, <laughs> like Hibiki's retired now. Like, she didn't, like, yeah. Um, did she, wait, did she shoot retire? Yeah, so she's she's a YouTuber now. She's she's back to being Miko Tanaka. And uh, she's she's not retired, retired, but she's like indefinitely taking a break from wrestling to do YouTube. So oh, I guess I guess I'm just gonna watch YouTuber Hibiki now. Yeah. I imagine she's pretty interesting because I mean she seems to be like very entertaining. But um yeah. So the Ice Ribbon news was that um they they made an official statement today that was uh Risa Sarah, Kurumi Hiragi, Uchi Miyagi, Akane Fujita, Suzu Suzuki have all left. Um they are all grouping together to. Oh, by the way, Stan, I ended up making your Jesus Mother, I'm in the middle of something. <laughs> she just starts yelling across the hallway. Oh, apologies. Continue. Oh wow. Um. So yeah, they they're all doing. They're basically going to a deathmatch unit uh, called Prominence. So. I don't think it's a promotion. It's kind of like a kind of reminds me of Yumiko Hoda's T Hearts thing, where they're like an alignment with prominence, and they'll probably like do prominence matches and stuff. But I don't really know. They might run the occasional show. Um, that is imagine the they kind of like. What do you imagine that means then? Like, do you think they like start doing stuff like BJW and Freedoms, and like just start doing more death? Like, because T Hearts is a thing. It's just Yumiko Hoda's like homies and you know people that she trains and all that shit, but it doesn't really have like a uh, an area as much as a deathmatch uh collect you know collection does. It's like okay, so that means you're gonna do death matches, right? So like, what what do you think that means for them if it's um, not like a, a promotion or anything? Probably just running um in kind of FMWE and, and stuff like that, and maybe just doing the occasional produce show where they will, like, do death matches with, with Freedom's names or BJW names or something like that. Like, it, it, I'd say they will be active, but I don't think they'll be, like, a, a proper promotion. They'll maybe just, like, run the occasional show and pop up a lot on, you know, the undercards of FMWE or something like that. Yeah, that, that would make sense. I... I... As a stardom-brained person, I do think that even though I don't think anybody's getting poached, obviously, as that's not the case, I do think that you can look at things like Suzu Suzuki saying, oh yeah, I'd like to wrestle Julia again or something like that, as, oh, well, that means that maybe she can freelance and have a match in stardom and then not wrestle in stardom anymore. Like, I, I feel like people are very, like, they see stardom as the isolationists that they were in their um golden era almost because after the sendai collaboration in 2018 and until what uh yeah until 2020 yeah until the marvelous stuff in 2020 there was it they were complete isolationists um so i imagine people still are kind of like oh well if somebody ever wrestles for stardom then either they're you know leaving or they are joining stardom altogether. And I don't think that's necessarily the case anymore. So I can see a Suzu Suzuki versus Julia match at some point um, happening and I would be down for it. And then Suzu just returning to being, 
you know, the deathmatch wrestler she wants to be. So that's why I think it's meaningful for stardom. I think that somebody like Suzu could have a match or two in stardom and it would make sense and it would be fun. Um, but for those who are not particularly super um, fond of stardom poaching a bunch of talent, which they don't do, uh, honestly, and haven't done on a high stale, scale since DDM ex- like happened pretty much, uh, yeah, there's nothing to worry about. Yeah. Um, in addition to the the five prominence members, uh, Tekla has also left Ice Urban, so she was she's yeah. from Austria, and she was she was a a foreign talent that they had brought in. Um, she, I don't really know the deal with her. She was just like she's gone as of yesterday, like sh- straight up. She just left. Um, in the middle. She's like of my friends left. Month. I am also leaving. Um, but I'm not going with my friends. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. that's. A bit. <laughs> hers, is a bit, hers is a bit eyebrow raising. I could maybe see stardom involvement there because it's very sudden for her to just drop everything. Um, and I think she's very marketable in the way that I could definitely see interest from from stardom. Now, I, I I say she probably just goes back home to to Austria, um, but I wouldn't be shocked if she she turned up on a stardom show. Um, in addition, Curie is retiring. Um, she's been absent. Uh-huh. I don't think I've actually ever seen her wrestle. She's been out that much. Um, yeah, she's retiring. See, I, I mainly remember Curie for that one catfish in Drew Gulak's chat who pretended to be Curie. For, <laughs> it was very strange. I was it like, oh, cool. you're you're Curie from Ice Ribbon. And she's like, yeah. And she started talking a bunch of, like, she started, like, I think she talked shit. She didn't talk shit about Suzu. It was something. I was like, okay. And I was like, and I went to a group chat. I was like, I don't think, I, I think I might have just talked to Curie from. I, does anybody know who that is? And they're like, yeah. And then like a week later, it's like, yeah, that was a catfish. I was like, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Um, I was, yeah, I, I was, I was there for that. Um, she was yeah. cool. I watched a match or two of hers. She was fine. Um, the last bit of ice ribbon news is that Maya Yukihi. Um, she's no longer contracted to Ice Ribbon. She's basically going freelance. Uh, she does still plan on participating in Ice Ribbon shows. Uh, she isn't going to stardom. She took a pot shot at stardom. She was asked in a, a press conference. It was like, oh, you know, people might think like you have interest from a bigger company. And she was like, no, I think they want somebody younger. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, Maya was firing shots. So I don't think Maya Yukihi is going to turn up in stardom anytime soon. Um, you know, to be fair, I feel like everybody fires shots until they actually go to stardom. Like, I feel like that's exactly what, <laughs> like, dude, that, and that would be so funny, honestly, if, like, she just shat on, shat on stardom for, like, two months and was freelance and then went to stardom. <laughs> oh, man. See, like, I am, when it comes to wrestling, I am a destructionist. I want the stupidest shit imaginable to happen that will make the most people upset. Um, unless it's me who is included in being upset, then I don't want that to happen, obviously. Um, so yeah, I, I would I would love that. That would be hilarious. Even though she yeah. would definitely be be better in a freelance role. Like, don't get me wrong. That's that's probably where she would thrive the most. But I think that would be funny. Yeah. No, to me, hers especially just seems like a case where they maybe couldn't afford to keep her exclusively contracted but she didn't mm-hmm. want to leave at the same time because obviously Ice Ribbon hasn't had a great time attendance-wise this year. Um, not many companies have, obviously, with, with you know, uh, restrictions in place and kind of people obviously having less money and some people just being too afraid to attend shows. Um, so I'd say part of it is just that somebody like Maya Yukihi was like, I can probably make more money if I freelance because Oz really likes her and Oz Academy do, you know, fairly decent numbers and... I assume they have a lot of sponsors from, you know, the Ozaki and Aja Kong and all that kind of having the nostalgia effect. So I could see her doing a lot more Oz with Ice Ribbon and maybe a few other dates. So I think hers is probably just a money thing um, more than like she's definitely leaving Ice Ribbon. But, you know, I don't really know. I think I would take everything said with some kind of grain of salt, like Japanese wrestling they're very professional. Nobody's going to throw each other under the bus. Like, this is a career to them. They treat it as such. So they aren't going to burn bridges. Unless you're Julia. Um, yeah. And, you know, the promotions are going to 
you know, tidy it up a bit. The wrestlers are going to tidy it up. And then, you never know, in a month's time, three of them could be turning up at fucking Stardom's anniversary show. You know, it's just... Everything is always touched up that little bit to, to be more professional. Um, but there's always a bit more beyond that, kind of with the Marvelous thing, where they touched it up and said, oh, they all want to, you know, explore further opportunities to advance their careers. And then it turns out that, like, it was a disciplinary thing. And two of them have fallen off the face of the earth, and one of them has retired. You know what I mean? Jesus Christ. Now that you, like, lay it out like that, that's fucking depressing. Like, with what happened with Marvelous, I mean. Yeah, it's it's so bad. Um, I think there might have been, like... I, I'd imagine with May and Makoto, there's maybe, like, a temporary ban on them, because I'm surprised nobody has booked them for anything. Um, so maybe... There's like a thing where they just aren't allowed to work for anybody for a certain amount of time. But I think they yeah. will. Like, I do think they both want to return to wrestling. Um, I just, it's, it does seem weird that like they haven't shown up at all anywhere. What I'm questioning is do rest, like, because I just noticed that it's like, I don't remember the last time I saw a wrestler in Japan get suspended. Does that even happen? Like, like I know it's happened. But, like, does that happen on, like, a public scale? Because, like, I mean, like, Taka Michinoku got suspended from New Japan for, like, three years. But, I mean, he just sort of, like, disappeared and then one day started tagging with Suzuki again. You know what I mean? Like, I can't think of, like, a public suspension. Because, like, is it possible that, like, May was just suspended for six months and will go back to Marvelous in six months? That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Is, like, is that just... Because, like, I can't think of, like... I feel like... With Japanese companies, it's very, like, hot, cold, or no comment. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, there's no there's no real, like, you know, in-between of, like, oh, well, you know, she's suspended. She'll be back in 90 days. She's not getting bit. It's like, oh, she is gone and is not allowed to wrestle for six months. Or, like, obviously, that's not what was stated, but you get what I mean. Um, it's either, like, they are banished or we're just going to sweep it on the rug. Nothing happened. We're cool. Yeah, it's a very, it's very interesting. Um, I don't think there's probably ever been a public suspension. It's probably just like a, maybe they've hidden it as an injury or something like that. Like it's oh, you know, sorry, this person is missing shows due to to injury, and then they're actually suspended or something. I wouldn't put it past it, you know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. The marvelous ones definitely, they're just weird. Um, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if Meiho Shizuki went back. I, I think her statement and a lot of her kind of stuff she said made it seem like if the door is open, she might return. Uh, Shindo, not so much. She's changed her name on, on some of her social medias and stuff, so I think she's probably branching out, but um, you know, I, I don't think we'll ever know, but I, I do think that you kind of have to give a second eye to some of this, some of the kind of talk whenever a Japanese company releases talent or talent leaves a promotion. It isn't always that they're getting poached or that they're just being released. It's occasionally there might be something more to it that we just like will never know publicly. Um, and I think some of that, I don't think that's really at play here with Ice Ribbon. I think a lot of it is just a monetary thing, but yeah. we don't know really. Yeah, I, I think I think you summed it up perfectly in that. That's good. Um, so we thought we would uh, not take long, but we are we are already uh, going a bit long winded. Um, there was a press conference well, the other we, day. We got you because we have nothing to talk that's, about. That's true. Uh, there was a press conference the other day for uh, Osaka Super Wars. That is obviously the event at the Edion Osaka Arena. Um, this event, this press conference, just kind of clarified what the card is going to be, uh, what the teams are in the tournament and what the stipulations are in the main event. So the first thing they did was that they announced series match. So series in a gauntlet match against Lady C, Waka Skiyama, and Mai Sakurai. Um, they so got her they... smurfing, bro. They, yes. got her, they got her like grinding for XP before the big <laughs> match. That's crazy. Yeah, it's. I, I think it could be fun. Um, yeah, yeah she, she's going to like demolish all three of them it's going to be great that's crazy man that's that's actually like such like big brain booking it's just like oh these three people never win so let's just have them fight somebody repeatedly and not win and i'm just like that i mean that works i guess 
Yeah, I would love it if one of them got like a roll up pin on her when she's oh, like yeah. eaten up. But I, I mean, specifically Lady C. Yes, well, maybe Waka, but you know, not my. Well. I think that's what we're talking about. Is not my. <laughs> not my. Um, but yeah, that would be an not interesting match for that show. Um, the next thing that was clarified was that the Donna Del Mondo team in the unit tournament is Mahima Poi, so it's the artist champions. And the Marvelous team is, in fact, Takumi, Rin Katakura, and Maria. Uh, Mio Momono actually announced oh, yeah, uh, that she's having surgery, yeah, so she's going to be gone for a while, unfortunately. So she, the Marvelous she seems team here is hopeful there. that the She seems hopeful that the surgery will, like, you know, clear up the issues, though. So that's good, at least. You know, it's not like a surgery that's like, well, it might work, but it also might not, because I feel like that's a lot of mm-hmm. surgeries in a way. So sure. she seems hopeful. Um, I don't think any of the Marvelous crew were at this press conference, so it was all just DDM. And basically, DDM put their belts on the line. Uh, and... Specifically, that's the set. sorry for interrupting again. I feel like I've just mm-hmm. been interrupting you. I apologize. Uh, but specifically, what happened here was Jumbo kind of was like, you know what? I can beat y'all by myself. Like I, we're gonna win, obviously. Uh, so we put the belts up, and Natsupoi's like, "What? What the fuck are you doing? Are you crazy?" And then Jumbo's like, "Oh, so you don't believe in me, huh? You don't believe in me?" And Mike is like, "That's not what she." And she's like, "Oh, so you don't believe me? Wow. Okay." And then they start yelling at each other. Uh, specifically, I, I texted you this while it was happening. It seems like there is a bit of himipoi tension here. Um, oh, never mind. It's a it's a lot of tension. Uh, Jumbo has just yelled. And uh, Natsupoi is now crying. So that all happened within like, uh, yeah, within like 30 seconds. Um, mm-hmm. So yes, uh, the it's it seems like Himipoi is like my Himipoi is going to lose the belts because usually when you put the belt on the line out of you know like oh I can do like it it sounds like the perfect place to drop the belts for them uh, even though they haven't held it for very long, which sucks. Yeah, no, I think they're definitely dropping them. Um, I think it's only this first round match as well. So I think the way they're doing it is if they win this match, the belts are on the line in the final mm. um, as well. But if they lose this match, then the belts are only on the line in this round, if you get me. Oh, so really? Marvelous... Yeah, so I think that's how it's going. So like, if Marvelous wins, Marvelous has the belts. And then if Marvelous loses the final, they're still champs. Um, whereas if DDM win this, they retain, and then the belts are on the line in the final. Not I figured sure on that. they would do it CZW style, because um, CZW in like certain tournaments, I think best of the best, they would have like their lower champions have to defend the belts or their belt all the way through. I think it was the ultraviolet champion had to. I remember Sam McCallahan had to do it one time, and it was really interesting. Uh, how did that go? But yeah, I, I get what you mean. I. Do you think Marvelous takes the belts? That could be a great opportunity uh, for for Marvelous versus like Stars at Ryogoku for the belts. I don't know yeah, who would be in. Star- no, nobody's in Stars. I've, no. I've already done it. I fancy booked it. Uh, Marvelous wins this first round match. Stars beats Kozen. Stars wins the tournament. Um, they you know they beat Marvelous in the ladder match final, and then they are like, "Hey, we won this match. Uh, maybe we should challenge for the artist belts." And then. That sets up the two teams at Ryugoku. Um, uh, issue is, is Koguma's already occupied and so is Hana. Oh, shit. Really? Oh, maybe Ida comes back. That's what I was thinking. Um, obviously, it sounds like me just being, you know, the Ida guy who, you know, is like, oh, she's going to come back. I hope she comes back. But, like, never. Not that she never does, but she doesn't for a while. It's very possible. I could see that happening, that Ida comes back and, like, challenges with them. I think that would be really fun as well. Yeah, because I, I feel like they're the only trio that's available unless DDM gets their rematch or something. Um, that might work either. Maybe with Julia? Possibly, yeah. Julia and then Micah and Kozen. Kozen is... who's Who in Kozen's busy? Uh, they throw Waka in there? With yeah, Kozen Mina, doesn't seem... I, guess. I feel like Kozen is a win the belt, great match but... for... But you see, the Marvelous team, though, I feel like you'd want to pair them with somebody good. If you're going to get Takumi on the show like this, you're going to want to have her in a good match, you know? Yeah. Maybe a Oedotai. We haven't even talked about Oedotai, because Oedotai is doing zero things at yeah. 
Korea Goku, except for uh, Kid. So maybe it's like Momo, Konami, and fucking Saki or something. Possible. Possible. I hate that I just put Momo with Liquitite. <laughs> yeah. Disgusted. Um, I know. It's it's gonna happen. Um but yeah, I think I think probably Marvelous comes away from this tournament with the, the RS belts. Um Stars and Cosmic Angels are the other first round match. Uh, so that's uh that'd be good to see Mayu paired up with Tam again, kind of see Hazuki against them. I know all four groups did say what they would do with the money, but it, it wasn't really all that much. I oh, know uh, Stars and you were right. both said that yeah. we want to uh to put on our own show. What were you saying? You were right that they're gonna give uh Hazuki the fucking makeover. Yeah, listen. I I knew it. I felt it in my bones. That's what it was. Okay, so uh back in the day, this is very nobody cares. But back in the day, the CCW Iron Man champion used to have to go through the entire tournament and win the tournament to retain the belt. Hmm. Which was interesting. Or maybe that was just a one-year thing? I don't know. I remember that... that Zandig is a fucking batshit crazy human being, but sometimes his booking was, like, immaculate. It's honestly kind of insane. Yeah, I feel like that's most bookers, in fairness. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Um, but yeah, the um, the main part of the press conference is that they announced that um, the big Stars Away to Tie match, uh, not only is the name very funny, because in English it's, is it a peach, is it a kid? <laughs> Loser force unit leave Captain Fall match. Um, but yeah, basically, this is a Captain's Fall match. So only Momo and Kid lose the match for their team. And so only Momo or Kid can switch. So that kind of undoes a lot of some of the complaints that we had recently of, oh, well, if they win Azumi, why would they care? They can't win Azumi now. If Azumi gets that was only you. That was only you. You were the only one who cared about that. I was so ready for Queen's Quest Konami, man. You were the only person with the problem. <laughs> yeah, listen. Uh, booking didn't make sense. But, you know, the um, basically, if somebody's pinned, then they are eliminated, which obviously makes it harder on the captain to win the match. So not only that, but Momo convinced Kid to put her mask on the line. So if Momo wins, or, you know, if Queen's Quest wins and pins Kid, she's unmasked, she goes to Queen's Quest. And if Away to Tie wins, Momo goes to Away to Tie. So they've clarified that all up, definitely sealed it in a neat bow. Uh, This is a 30-minute time limit. I I feel like that's just putting that out there. Uh, They aren't going to do a time limit. I think they all all of these. Oh, my uh, God, dude. Nothing. We'll we'll talk about it later because it it, it pertains to the show. All right. Okay. Um, But yeah, I think the um, all of the these loser changes faction matches have probably had time limits, and we just didn't notice. Um, I just think I just thought it was funny that it had a time limit in the first place. I was like, wouldn't this be like unlimited time? But no, it's not. Um, But yeah, they never usually go that long anyway. So yeah, Yeah. uh, you know, I still hate it. Let me let me preface that i still hate it but it is really interesting um that they're doing it the way that they're doing it because this is the second time and the only time the only loser leaves faction matches that queen's quest has ever had momo has been on the chopping block um and and it was against the way to tie yes so this is the second time that this has happened it's the only second the only time that it's only the second time that queen's quest has ever wagered um in that sort of sense so it would make sense like because i i was like and i hate this i'm saying that but because i was always of the thinking like okay well so it needs to historically make some type of sense i feel like when you just sort of like throw people in random places for no reason it sounds stupid and it is stupid i still think that this entire storyline was it shouldn't have happened because I, I still don't really like the thought of uh, Momo in Oedotai in general. But I think the match itself, um, and I remember, I think I read something on Reddit. Sorry, I know I shouldn't bring up Reddit because Reddit's a cesspool. But um, I read on Reddit that it's like, it's, it is a parallel because the popular new fresh member of, of Oedotai um, joining and being the one on the chopping block against momo 
is the exact same thing that happened with Tam. Like that's that's what happened last time was that Tam was new in a way to tie. Uh, she quickly assimilated. She, you know, went all goth and shit, and it was super cool, and everybody loved it. And then she was wagered against Momo, and she lost. Um, difference here is that kid in in Queen's Quest sounds like ass too. So there is no good outcome for me personally. Um, but I do get, I do think that the story makes more sense to me now that I've sort of thought about the history of it. Fair enough. Um, I, 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 um, yeah. You spaced out while I was talking, didn't you? See, I heard your dog in the background, and I was like, "Oh, dog!" Okay, and then... dude, somebody <laughs> is somebody is like banging a hammer outside. Like they're like doing shit on my apartment, so my dog's freaking out. So I'm trying to talk over. I'm just. It, it, it's been a chaotic couple days. I'm gonna be honest. It's amazing. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like. Momo is definitely going to uh to where to tie now. I don't think that's in question anymore. I think it's more in question because the mask thing. Because I think masked no. kid would not work in Queen's Quest, but I think unmasked kid could work in Queen's Quest. I mean, it would be a drastic like it, it would. They would have it would take a lot of balls to do that. It would mm-hmm. take a lot of guts. Like it would. That's a lot. But it would also I could be like a second major shift for Kid in like the space of six months when she's already had a really successful one. You know, I, I don't know why you would do that. Yeah, well, I, I, that's why I think this is all just stupid. I feel like it it's too soon to like. Oh, Wait, Otai doesn't exist. They're just a bunch of people who lost matches and ha- were forced to be there. <laughs> like that's all they are. Because all of them. Except for Saki, all of them lost, ma- or and I guess Konami. But even then, she like that was technically she lost them. Like it, none of them voluntarily went there at the jump. You know what I mean? No, nobody was like yeah. I state my like Konami and Saki. And Konami's kind of like eh because her faction was dying, so she jumped ship and just killed it on her own. Like that's insane. That like Oedotai is just a bunch of people who are reluctantly there, who got like brainwashed into loving it. That's that's a terrible like state of a faction. <laughs> I'll be honest, but you know it it is what it is. Oh, Kid chose to be there too, though. I mean, she had the chance to leave, and she was like, you know what? It's kind of chill here. So, and Rena joined too on her own volition. They didn't win her. She just was like, yeah, fuck this stars nonsense. Oh yeah, Reno. Okay, but no, I still say the kid, like, yeah, because she was brainwashed. It's the entire like that's the gimmick. Like that's the gimmick, Alex. I'm not making this like subliminal. That's literally what happened. Was that she was like indoctrinated by a way to tie. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I don't think she was. <laughs> I think she was just like, chill. and then she. This, this motherfucker she with the hammer her. is driving me crazy. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. That's, I don't know why uh, they're hammering so much. I have no idea. It doesn't seem this, apart- this apartment building is not that sturdy. They're going to fucking break <laughs> the entire thing to the ground just with one hammer stroke. That sounds very American. I, I cannot lie to you. Um, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we should get on to the show. Uh, there was a show this weekend on November the 28th. Uh, this is in Koryama. This had 520 fans. I, like, that's like a Korokan number. <laughs> Like, holy yeah, God. that is kind of weird. Yeah, um, yeah, we didn't see any of the show. Uh, we were both prepping for VTG today, and I saw one GIF. Today. Oh yeah, I think we all saw the same clip. Uh, we will talk about it, don't worry. Um, in the opener, Ruaka beat Waka Skiama uh, in just over six minutes with the freezer bomb. Uh, in the match after that, Konami beat Rina in just over six minutes. In the match after that, Starlight Kid beat Lady C and Momo Anabe in a three-way match. Uh, Kid pinned Lady C with the Momo latch. Uh, this was originally supposed to be a two-on-two match, but Saki Kashima missed the show uh, due to poor physical condition, they were saying, which saw the bump she took to, for Hazuki on the Tokyo Super War show, and it makes sense because um, she got rocked on that brain buster, so that, that does make a lot of yeah. sense. Yeah, it, it was um, a rough one. It was. 
the match after that then was Sai Kamachani, Utami Haishishta, and Azumi beating Mai Sakurai, Unagi Sayaka, and Tam Nakano of the Cosmic Angels. Uh, Tam, while doing the pre-match dance, uh, slipped on a shirt and fell on her arse. So um, the Cosmic Angels dance continues to bring so much joy to stardom because either Waka forgets it or Tam falls. And I'm just, it, it is amazing. I agree. This is so, oh my god. Dogs are barking, motherfuckers are hammering outside, the baby's crying, I am going insane. Because <laughs> it's so bad, because the Tokyo Super Wars review was perfect, so good, like great audio, everything is amazing. And now this one, this is just the red-headed stepchild. This is not good. Um, yeah, I was basically saying that the, the, the Cosmic Angels dance is great because um, Cam fell, so. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. Also, uh, oh shit, wait, wait, wait. Oh, okay, there's also apparently a Queen's Quest Mayu moment, as they call it on Reddit. Um, I don't know, I don't know what happened, but... Uh, Momo just started being really aggressive with it, and then Azumi and Utami made fun of her and started talking in Osaka dialect. It's very funny. It's very wholesome. Oh yeah. What yeah, the I fuck are breaking these three up like that? Like I am, I am actively annoyed. Like <laughs> everything is contributing to my annoyance, and I'm just like, man, fuck the world. FTW. That's what I'm talking about. I'm, T I'm Team Taz for life. AW reference there. Um, yeah, it's the a good AW reference. It is. Uh, the main event of the show was Natsupoi, Himeka, Micah, and Siri of DDM beating the stars team of Hazuki, Koguma, Hanan, and Mayu Iwatani. Uh, Poi pinned Hanan with the Ferial Gift. And that was that show. I imagine that main event was good. Um, I'll probably check it out when I get a chance. But yeah, today was just a lot with uh, VTG. Stuff. Wait a second. When did that happen? Wait, that wasn't on that show. That was on the eleven twenty. Oh, that was a week ago. I'm I'm stupid. I'm sorry. Twenty eighth. What? No, oh yeah. No, no the, the, the Queen's thing. Quest yeah, thing yeah. was forever ago. Yeah, I remember that. Um. And yeah. So the show this weekend to preview, uh, because we are going to be done soon, um, is on the twelve the fourth of December, not the twelfth. The fourth of December. Uh, this is in Shinjuku Face. I was meant to check. I didn't check when the last time Stardom ran this venue was. Um, it also makes sense that they don't run this venue because they sold this out weeks ago. Like they they are selling more tickets than even this venue can can accommodate, which is why they haven't run Shinka the first ring in forever. Um, it just wouldn't be worth their while. Yeah, it's it's honestly kind of crazy. I miss I miss uh, Shinkiba. I wish they would do like one show there. Um, before, like, they can just no longer ever do shows there ever again. Yeah, I mean, you can still see other companies run there. Um, and I don't even know who does actually anymore. I don't think Seedling does Seedling run there. Uh, maybe Shinjuku Face. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, uh, the lineup for the show this weekend in the opener, Lady C and Mai Sakurai take on Saki Kashima and Fuki Gin Death. Um, yeah, the way to tie team will win that one. Yeah, pretty much. Good stuff. Uh, the match after that is Micah and Himeka of Donna Del Mondo taking on Konami and Rina. Um, I would imagine Micah and Himeka get this as former tag team champions. Uh, they should probably win. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, after that, then we have the stars team of Mayu Watani, Koguma, and Hazuki taking on Tam Nakano, Unagi Sayaka, and Waka Sukiyama. And I would guess Hazuki or somebody will pin Waka. Yes, also true. Okay. Uh, the yeah, that's that why we were. This is why we were like stalling. Is because like these matches are. Again, not particularly. There's very little happening until Eddie on. Yeah. I can't lie. Um, the semi-main event then is Mum Watanabe and Sai Kamatani versus Rocka and Starlight Kid. Um, I get the feeling that might go to a draw based on 
their current protection of of Raka? I don't know. I think the main has to go. Well, the 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 maybe main has to go to a draw. Uh, Tommy Azumi, unless Natsupoi takes the L, like, which I don't necessarily see happening. Yeah, I could be happening. I guess the main event is any result could really happen. Um, that yeah, main event is uh, Utami and Azumi against Siri and Poi. So a preview tag for, for Utami and uh, Siri. Yeah. yeah. I hope um, that match goes to a draw at Edeon. It, it I hope everybody hates it. It can't go to a draw. It can. It's it can time. and it will. No, not that one. The other one. What are you talking about? Oh, Edeon. Oh, sorry. I, I thought I meant Ryugoku. Are you still talking about that, Edeon? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I looked at Momo and I got sad. Okay. I'm on the. I'm on the page. I'm on the uh, the WWR page, and I got sad. Listen. All right. Listen. Y'all need to just come to terms with it. Momo will be in a way to tie. It will be fine. Don't worry. No, well, Momo has never got a belt. Yeah, well, listen, it should have. Also, there will be three members of fucking Queen's Quest. Yeah. Anyway, the main event of the show looks good. Um, Utami and Azumi teaming is yeah. great, and we're probably gonna have to get used to it because uh, once Momo leaves, Azumi will have nobody else. Like that's what I mean. What the fuck? <laughs> like, like Azumi is a perfect tag wrestler. And she's going to have no tag partner. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. Look, what can we do? There's just... I guess they have... A... I'm going to start a petition. Um... <laughs> what for? No, there's there's few things... There are a few things... For the fucking Queen's Quest Restoration Committee. Keep Momo and Queen's Quest. I actually... actually... <laughs> I actually despise petitions, um, personally. I think they are so stupid, and people guilt me into signing them, and I realize it doesn't matter. It you like because like sometimes it matters. Don't get me wrong. Ninety percent of the time, it doesn't matter. Petitions don't do anything. They just they just make you feel good. That's it. I know this is a real weird rant to go on, but that's where I'm at right now. I'm not a big fan of petitions. That is um. That is very interesting. Thank you for, for sharing with the class, Dylan. Man. Her, her music is perfect for Queen's Quest, man. And she better not change her fucking music. That music's a bop. Uh, so, yeah, no, her, her music will fit in a way to tie. They have some kind of cool themes. Yeah. If okay, if Starlight Kid does go to Queen's Quest, I think we can all agree she has to change her name because if she unmasks, oh, obviously, she it. yeah, like this. I think go she's probably she'd probably go by like her her shoot name. It's like nobody knows what her shoot name is. That's true. <laughs> like, or just like you know, like like nobody even knows what her like first name is. Like they have done like obviously it's a luchador thing. It, like most luchadors are supposed to be like this, but like. Because we are, or I am, we're Westerners and not uh, Mexican Westerners, like, it's so rare for luchadors to, like, have a genuine authenticity to them, where it's like, you truly do not know who the fuck they are, you know, mm. um, unless they are, like, authentic, you know, Mexican luchadors. So I think Kid is one of the best uh, kept secrets in non-Mexico, you know what I mean? Like, it's honestly kind of, obviously, we know, like, her age is known because she tweets about her birthday and also about graduating, so it's like, you know, My but... Goodness. What? <laughs> no, I, I, I searched Starlight Kid, and uh, I came across this YouTube channel called Women's Wrestling Tapouts. Uh, I was like, what is this? What is this nonsense? And then when I clicked on it, the it played a video with loud music, and I was like, oh dear. So, yeah. I see Nia Jax is here. Yes, yeah, all... she's the one with the loud music. Um, they are active. Damn, so uh, so they, it's, just, they... it's just people tapping out? Oh, they're really active. They uploaded like three hours ago. Yeah, Zeta Zhang. Uh, yes. Every tap out from Kylie Ray. Hmm. 
something tells me that these people have tapped out a bit more than this. I'm gonna be honest. Well, you you have to like that's why they do updated. See the updated? They 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 keep it going. Like yeah, Kelly Klein or, or not Kelly Klein? Jesus, Mayu was definitely tapped before Kelly Klein. Um, that was not the first time she ever submitted. Yeah. Oh, she's only submitted to Kelly Klein and Konami. That's crazy. <laughs> I, I just, I just, why is this? Why does this exist? <laughs> what is this? It's very. It has like one point. Like these are a lot of views for such a very specific. I don't want to know. I don't think. I don't think I want to know anything more about this. I'm gonna be honest. That's I'm gonna close scary. that tab and just pretend like I don't. I don't know because I. There's something weird about that. I don't know what, and I don't want to know what, but it feels weird. That is true, yeah. <laughs> uh, with that, I think we should just go, because uh, this is... Yeah. I don't know. I don't 50 know minutes. We're, we we, had we adhere to the 60-minute time limit, Alex. Hey, Remember look that? at that. Look at us. Good stuff. If you want to hear, like, actual audio... um. Go check out Victory Through Guts. I know we've been saying that every single week and it's never been out, but we're actually recording that in like 10 minutes after um, everybody in this household shuts up. Uh, so yeah, go check that out. We're talking about a really cool documentary about AJW along with WrestleMania PI 91. So that was really fun to watch, kind of, you know, mm -hmm. in a way. Uh, and yeah, uh, go check us out there. It'll hopefully be a little bit more coherent than this. Yeah, I mean, you would, I would hope so. <laughs> um, but yeah, with that, if you want to stand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. Believe today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. Ijo. Ijo. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.